Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast. This is episode 70, and I'm here with Pastor Adam. Hey, hey, I'm here. And we're currently in a series called Running on Empty, and I'm terrible at explaining it. <laughs> so I'll let you Adam like a explain it. episode right now. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the fifth one in the Running on Empty series. If you have missed those, please go back and check them out. There's a bunch yeah. of them. We don't have time to explain them on here because we're doing these like short episodes anyway. Yeah. So I think that everybody knows what it means to run on empty, and so I'm not going to go through a bunch of explanation for that. But you know, worn out, tired, beat up. Um. Things haven't been going your way for a long time. You know, the season of life that you're in just seems to be draining, you know, monotonous, same stuff all over. You just don't have much to give is the, is the thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're just kind of going through the motions or whatever. And Christ followers do get to that spot a lot. We don't have to pretend like we don't. Um, and when that happens, what do we do? And so we were going over the advice that we would give somebody, like you would give me, or we would give you, or like a, you would tune into a podcast to find out what to do if you're running on empty. Yes. Um, and what we realized is is that all those things that we would tell you to do, all the, the remedies um, to filling the tank back up, really come back to spiritual disciplines, but not in some cliche way. So if you're running on empty, the advice would be to pray, but not in just say some prayers and do your thing like you've been doing, but getting gut level honest with God. And so in week one of the series we pushed you to get, which was episode 66, was to get gut level honest with God. And then in week two, we talked about if you're running on empty, you need to rest, but not as in take a vacation or some weekends off, but instead get into the right rhythm that God has designed you to be in, um, which is focused in on Sabbath and Sabbath not being twice a year or whenever you remember it or whenever you're running on empty. What we usually do is we only Sabbath or rest when we're running on empty. Yeah. And so the idea would be, no, to make that part of your daily rhythm um, so that it's happening on a weekly basis. And then we talked about reading the Bible, like get into the Word. And what we said there, probably my favorite episode of the series so far, was, really was, was don't just go find some encouraging piece of Scripture, but instead find your hurt in the Scripture. And if you find your hurt in the Scripture, the encouraging piece, the, the bumper sticker Scripture, the one that you hear all the time, will make so much more sense to you and will really give real encouragement because you found your hurt in the Scripture too. Yeah. Um, last week we talked about, which was episode 69, we talked about faith, that you need to have faith, you need to trust God. And the way that you really do that is by seeing or being more aware of how much you don't know or how limited you are, mm-hmm. which then gives you a greater awareness of how unlimited God is. That was yep. the focus. And so this week, another spiritual discipline, if you find yourself running on empty, um, another thing that we would tell you to do that I believe the Word tells you to do um, would be uh, to worship, right? Mm-hmm. And so to what we, you know, go worship, like, like mm-hmm. go to church and get your praise on, you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like go get your praise on. Right. And so, and we, I see this advice play out all the time. I've actually given it a whole lot when people are like, I don't know what to do. I'm just wore out. I'm just tired. I'm like, just go to church, man. Just go, just roll up to church and get your praise on, you know? And so when we say that though, we're implying, um, filling up, right? I mean, don't you think we're implying yes. that Chloe? Like, yeah. so when we say, go to worship. It's like this implication of you're empty, so 
go get filled up. Mm-hmm. Do you see people do this a lot, or do you feel that you do that a lot sometimes? I f- yes, both. Yes, I see people do it, and yes, I do it. Um, and I think that it comes from our self-centeredness that we show yeah. up to church for us, that we want, we need something. We need to sit in our chair and let the pastor give us a good word so that we feel better as we go yep. into our week and yada, yada, all that stuff. Yeah, there's this, there's this almost like this screaming that comes from our souls to the pastor and to the worship team of feed me, yeah. right? Feed me with the word, feed me with the worship, right? I'm empty, I'm struggling, I'm coming in here and I need to be filled back up, yeah. right? And so it's this, and as a pastor, I hear this all the time, like when people complain about church, what they usually complain about sometimes, and not necessarily always, but this is a big complaint, is people will go, well, I'm not just, I'm not just being, I'm not being fed, mm-hmm. right? And I can't stand to hear that from grown Christians, right? I mean, I guess you can do that when you're a 10-year-old Christian, but you know, when you grow like, you got to pull yourself up to the table, grab your own fork and feed your own self, right? right? It's not somebody else's job to personally feed you. Now, I don't mean that you should be in an environment, have a pastor or a church leader or whatever that is not focused on you growing spiritually, right? But but the – like my job as a pastor is not to feed you. It is to help you take your next step and help you belly up the table and get in the word on your own and get in prayer on your own and, and learn your calling, your gifting. And, and you know, the, the, the picture that's painted of this in scripture is that we are to equip the believers for ministry, mm-hmm. right? Equip the believers for ministry. In other words, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not just feeding you so that you can come in and be full. In other words, I'm going to equip you to do the ministry of the church. Right. And that's the whole point. And so a lot of times we end up with this whole, like, come in and feed me. So it's, I'm going to turn Caleb on to feed me. I'm going to get my worship on. What's my favorite song? That's going to make me feel better. That's going to fill my soul up. Yeah. Right? Let me come in, worship team. I need you to feed me. That's why people complain all, all the time. We're like, I don't like the music you do. Right? I remember one time somebody said, I don't like the music that we're doing. It's too loud, and I don't like it. And I'm like, well, we ain't singing to you. Right. <laughs> we ain't singing to you. We're singing to God. Right. Um, and he tells us to be loud. And so, you know, I think that there's this weird thing that happens with us all the time. Like our default is to be self-centered. And so if you think of I'm running on empty, let me go get my worship on and fill myself up. You are thinking about it completely wrong. Yeah. So, so if the nature of worship, if walking into worship is not to fill up your soul, Chloe, what is it? Um, it's for God. It's for you to worship God. It's not for you to like be filled up by God, but it's for God. It's you pouring yourself out to God. That was so the way you've been yourself out, right? Yeah. So in other words, it would be if the cliche answer is you're feeling empty, go fill up. The real answer here in worship is go empty out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's to go lay out all that you have. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the picture of like it's it's not um it's not Mary of Bethany taking her alabaster jar of perfume and going to Jesus with only a little bit in the bottom of it and wringing the bottom of his cloak to fill her jar up. Right. It's her taking and pouring the jar out at his feet and breaking it so that everything's poured out. The significance of that in scripture is ridiculous. Mm. The significance of that is is I'm going to pour everything out and I'm not just going to pour everything out. 
I'm going to break it to where there's no possible way that I haven't given every single thing, mm-hmm. right? That I'm going to break it so that there's I'm giving absolutely everything and there's no even way for me to not give you it all because I'm going to yeah. break it all, right? Yeah. There's no way for me to wait for later to grab some back either. Right. I'm I'm laying it all out there. That's that is that is what real worship is. Real worship is emptying yourself out. Mm-hmm. So when you walk in, let's let's talk worship in the language that we talk. Mm-hmm. Every time we say worship, what we think of is rolling into church and singing three songs. All right. right. Obviously, that's not what real worship is. Real worship is a lifestyle. It is everything, every day, all things. That's what worship is, right? Worship is life. Right? <laughs> worship is all things. You worship when you work. You worship when you sit. You worship when you sleep. You mm-hmm. worship when you eat. You worship when you sing some songs at church, too. But mm-hmm. if we just focus in on church, if you're in an empty spot in your life and you feel like you need to walk into church um, and worship, the picture should not be you filling up. Mm-hmm. It should be you're walking into church to empty yourself out, mm-hmm. which means you're going to give him all the praise, not just receive it from him. Mm-hmm. You're going to lay all the praise out. You're going to lay out all your problems and all your issues and, and all your angers and frustrations and hopes and dreams. The idea of like picture, picture worship looking less like singing some songs that make you feel good and more like the offering moment. Mm-hmm. Right, where you literally are going to take what you have and you're going to lay it at his feet. Mm-hmm. So the picture of if we're going with worship just on Sundays, you're feeling you're feeling like you're running on empty, like you don't have anything else to give. The answer is you need to go to church and worship. You go and worship. When you leave, what you should have done is you should have emptied it all out. Mm-hmm. And then you brought up something earlier that you said is like a byproduct of that. Yes. That what really happens. So this idea, yeah. the picture here is it's not fill yourself up. Yeah. All right. Christians, stop saying that. Stop acting like that. You're always going to be running on empty if your goal all the time with church is to fill yourself up. Right. Right. Jesus says that his kingdom, the kingdom of God works different. Mm-hmm. Right. The kingdom of God is different. Who is first, right, will be last. Who is last will be first. Mm-hmm. If it's all poured out, then it'll be given to. Right. right. And so... The picture cannot be fill yourself up. It's got to be empty out. But mm-hmm. what you said earlier was really important. Talk through that. So before I say that, I know I'll get to it, but I thought of a story as we were talking or just like a few thoughts came to mind. So, um, sorry. Um, so I think that when we go into church and we say, you know, I feel so empty. I feel so this, I need God to come fill me up. I think that is letting how you're feeling dictate how you worship God. So like if things were going really good, then you'd walk in guns blazing, raising your hands, Mm -hmm. praising the Lord. But you know, if you're walking in and you're feeling a little bit down and out that week, you might not, you know, you might be like, I need something from God. And I think that that's an example of letting how you feel dictate how you worship God, which is not how it should be. Whether things are going good for us or things are not going good for us, then like that doesn't change how worthy God is of our praise. And so for me, um, a few years ago, back right before COVID started, I went to this conference to ring in the new year for 2020. And it was like, 60,000 um, college-age students were there, and it was so cool. It was called Passion Conference. And I remember going, and you're expecting, like, oh, my gosh, there's going to be so many people. I'm going to have chill bumps and all this stuff. And I just remember going, and, like, I was so excited to be there, and I was happy to be with my friends and happy to hear from all these amazing, like, teachers that I'd never gotten to see in person before. But I didn't feel anything. Like, I remember standing in worship, and all of my friends are, like, losing their minds, like, worshiping God. And I was just like, you know, I don't really feel anything right now, and I – recognized and I think God let me recognize it in that moment I had a choice of like well I don't have chill bumps and I don't really feel anything so I can either worship him or I can like just 
let how I'm feeling dictate right, how right. you know how I worship him and I decided I was like I'm just going to worship like it doesn't matter how I feel like these songs are right. still true these words are still true you know the scripture what I know about God is still true regardless of how I feel and so I'm just going to worship him and after I did that like I felt so fulfilled so refreshed and I that's exactly what I was saying earlier is that when we go into worship it's not about you being filled up it's about you pouring yeah. out whatever you have and when you pour out whatever you have, you end up being refreshed. You end up being filled up because that's what we were created to do. We were created to worship God through whatever, you know, environment that we're in, you know, whether we're washing dishes right. at home or whether we're in church, like worshiping, you know. So it's does that make sense? The, it's in the pouring out. Yeah. That, that we're you filled end up. up being filled back yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not about, you don't go in saying like, fill me up, God. But it's more like you pour it out and watch how he fills you right, up. Right, right. So the selfish intention will still, I think will lead to sort of a surface level um, response, right? Mm -hmm. But the the selfless intention, right? The, this is about God, not about me, yeah. right? I'm in his story. He ain't in mine, right? right? I, I'm a bit player that happens to be so lucky to be in the in the extras, right? Yeah. Of his story, and so this is about him. And so, even though I'm walking through this mess, and even though I feel tired and beat up and wore out, I'm going to empty my. I'm going to give him everything I've got. Right. And in giving him everything I got, that's putting him first. And whenever we honor God and put Him first, guess what He does next? Because He's a good, good God. He then fills us back up. Mm -hmm. And so there's this weird byproduct of if you want to be filled back up, then you've got to empty yourself out, mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's the whole thought. And I think that, that what you were saying is just so true of pay attention to the selfish nature that's there, right? Yeah. And don't let your feelings dictate what you do. You're not going to be able to do this. So if you pay attention to just your feelings, then when you're feeling – and you're in a season of feeling like you're running on empty mm – -hmm. Well, if those feelings are going to rule, you ain't never going to get out of it then, right? right? So it's never going to happen. So you have to at some point go, nope, I'm going to focus on God and who he is and how good he is. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to give him everything. I'm going to participate in everything going into this worship service or whatever, mm -hmm. right? And I want, to, I want to lay it all at his feet. And then he starts to fill you back up in ways that you can't understand because his kingdom is opposite. Mm -hmm. So you, if you want to... If, if you really want to, to worship, it's not about going and filling yourself up. Get that out of like, – we got to get out of our heads. Right. right. We have to get out of our heads. Like we're not – don't turn on the praise worship in the car so that you can feel better. Right. right. I mean, you might, but you could actually feel better if you would praise him for who he is, empty yourself out. Then you could be really filled back up. Yeah. Right. Jesus has a lot to say about that too, by the way. If you want to go Google it, <laughs> yeah. um, he has a lot to say about that. I like what you said about Mary earlier with her it's, jar. It, I, I've never thought about it that way. I don't know. I just like to It's incredible. That. I mean, yeah. it's incredible. It, it, and if you, if you go back and look at scripture, what Jesus ends up saying about her is that people will know her story forever. Like he talks about this level mm -hmm. of of commitment, of devotion, of emptying out, of laying everything at my feet, people are going to now associate her story with me forever because it's this yeah. perfect picture of what it really means to follow Christ, mm -hmm. right? You're going to lay it all out, and I'm going to break the jar so I can't go back on it, right? right? I can't go back in a minute and go, oh, what did I do? 
I wasted all that thing. I wasted yeah. all that perfume. Let me go get some off the ground and push it back in the jar, right? It's like, nope, yeah. I'm all in. Like, it's, it's her pushing her chips in completely. She's all in. And and if you look back at that scripture, you'll know that she probably was in a quite empty state. Like, she was probably in a state of, I'm wore out, I'm tired, I'm, I don't have anything to give, you know. And yet what she does is she lays it all out there. Yeah. And then he lifts her up. And then puts her in the story for us to tell all the way through time. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, so. absolutely. And before we end it, I just want to clarify, too, that I don't know. Sometimes when I hear people talk about things like talk about worship or talk about different things that they do, I think we can get an, an idea in our minds that because someone can teach or like talk about something, that that means that they've like mastered it, like they've mastered for the sure. art of it. Right. And I just want to clarify that I, in fact have not been doing great at this lately and also like even Adam can attest to me like a lot of times backstage before I go on stage to lead worship on a lot of Sundays I'll be backstage going I don't want to do this today and I know that's terrible but it's really I mean it's the posture of your heart and sometimes you just really like aren't feeling it but when you choose to push through and you choose like to focus on who God is and why he's worthy of it and how it's really not about you but it's about you worshiping him because that's what you're created to do it it changes the game. And so I also think that we need to remember that God understands that it's difficult for us too. So when we do push through, he's going to honor that. When we push through and do the hard things, he's going to honor that. Absolutely. So I don't know. I just want to throw that out there. I don't like to speak to things and act like I'm the master of something. And (laughs) I think it's a perfect example of what you said. Like when you, there's going to be plenty of times where I can't tell you how many times it's like, I don't want to do this today. Yeah. And then you go, well, um, God, I'm going to do it anyway, right? right? So I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to go home. Um, I can't do that, you know. Right. And, and actually, actually, if you put yourself in a corner where you can't, so you set some things up in your life that forces you to do it, then it'll make you have to go. You know, I got to give it to you anyway, even though I right. don't want to. Right? You know? yeah. Like, like being in leadership is one of those things. When you take on a role, mm-hmm. you can't just all of a sudden go. I ain't feeling today. I'm not coming in. <laughs> right, right. right. Sorry, you know? I won't be there. <laughs> right. It, it, those things force you to then go, I have to give it to God anyway, right. even though I'm not feeling it. Right. Right. And he honors that, like you were saying before. And so. if anyone listening is a worship leader of some sort, like I've always found that when I go on stage, and I'm sure other people, like other worship leaders on our team could speak this too, that when I go on stage and I'm like, I'm not feeling it, I don't want to do this today like watch what god does that day and watch how you walk off stage and you're like i was feeling down and out i was feeling empty but like i chose to still give god yep. everything that i had yep. and watch what he does with every it every time it doesn't like the way that i was feeling doesn't dictate what god can do every you know? time so. this is what i said i don't know when we said this but i'll probably say it plenty of times i think i'll say it in a couple of weeks too um like every single time i go to my small group on the way there i don't want to go I do yeah. not want to be there. I do not want to talk to these people. I want to be by myself. And I, and I love them. Like, let me get wrong. They're probably listening. They probably are. are <laughs> They're <feeling>. like, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't want to do this tonight. I don't want to fool with this. I just want to go home. We've had, we were out last night. We were the night before. And I got to go over here. And, <laughs> and it's going to be late. Last time we were late, I still want to go to group. And then I leave group and I immediately have to repent to God. And I go, God, uh, I'm sorry because I absolutely needed to be here. Yeah. You know? And so you, some sometimes there's a lot to be said for pushing through it, like doing what you God you know God wants you to do, mm-hmm. and doing it anyway, mm-hmm. right? And so you can sit in your pew or your chair and you can sulk, 
and you can go fill fill me up, God, while I sing these <laughs> Phil Wickham songs. <laughs> Whatever, all right? Songs. <laughs> Lately, they are a lot of them. <laughs> Oh, right, they're Hillsong songs, but not right now. Right. They're on a hiatus. <laughs> Next. <laughs> anyway, you know, you're like, or, or, or you can go, you know what? I'm here. Like, I can sit here as a bump on a log and be like all selfish, or I can just go, God, you deserve my praise, even though I don't feel it. Right. And I'm going to empty it out. Right. Just watch what he does. Mm-hmm. Watch and how he, he honors that. Yeah. And even if it's not instant gratification, watch over time how things will change. Yep. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's good work. Yeah. Good job, Chloe. <laughs> Thank you. You did so good. I didn't go in, I went into this. For being honest, everybody, I went into this not knowing <laughs> what to say at all. <laughs> I had nothing to say. <laughs> I told her to follow me. I said just dozy do. Come on, let's go. <laughs> So, she does. She does pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I tried. <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us today on the podcast. I think we have a few more episodes in yeah, us for this series. Two more of these at least. Okay, cool. Two more so, in this series. Over the next two weeks, we will be wrapping up this series. So if you haven't heard all of them so far, definitely go back and listen. They each have had such good little like nuggets yeah, of wisdom. Yeah, they're just short little nuggets. Yeah, yeah, they're good though. There's good stuff in there. So be sure to go back and listen to those. You'll be all caught up for the next two weeks. And we will be back with you next week with another episode. See you later. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.